0: <laughs> so you're still in the RV. Welcome, welcome. It sounds
1: like we're stowed, but it's really just <laughs> vape juice because vape we juice. have our guest Ethan Luck.
0: <laughs> That's why it.
1: <laughs> he's the vape master. That's not vape true. Master. You just
0: you just blew the most glorious cloud out of your nose.
1: <laughs> but I would never have been introduced to. to vaporizers if it wasn't for you five years ago
0: it was me that introduced you to that
1: I, yeah you were the first vape i ever tried really, really? Yeah. okay wow yeah. interesting you were you were into this whole like uh <laughs> tempering was... your smoking with vaping <laughs> thing yeah
0: and then i learned quickly that if you bring one, uh, an e-cig setup over to nate henry's house that like i had two i had two <laughs> little setups at one point this is back when the tanks were real small yeah and we you know as we did multiple nights a week when we both weren't traveling we'd have a fire pit going and I'd bring I hey, and Nate you can use this one and it'd be a little tank and that, like I'd go through maybe a quarter of it in a couple hours and about 20 minutes later Nate's like this tastes weird and I look over and it's just empty <laughs> it's <burning. laughs> me yeah. and John Warren used to, used to say he, he would siphon it
2: <laughs> yeah i mean hey i was new to the whole vape game i didn't know how i didn't know the you rules gotta, you got a
0: hand
1: the mouth thing kind of like i do like you don't you don't know what you're doing yeah you're just putting it up yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's it was impressive unfortunately so last time we had you on the podcast uh or i guess we were on your podcast you were
0: it was a it was a, a bit of a crossover episode we have
1: to do a little yeah a but little, it turned into me kind of just
0: taking control and going nuts you were on tour with your wife
1: i was on tour i was in an rv as well um but i was actually sitting by the pool at some um luxurious Smokey the bear sort yeah. of or yogi bear campsite nice and uh and and we did a fun episode where, where nate accused you of being in every band possible <laughs> on the and you and, and you accepted and said yes i did i was in that band and i did start that
2: band
0: sure yeah yeah <laughs> It's an old boring story yeah
1: it's we have to, yeah
2: we brought you back on because we want to do a little more in depth <laughs> okay and not uh, insult but uh, we, we we have so many topics we can choose from. yeah well
0: I, I had no idea what what to expect Nate texted me like what yesterday or the day before like yeah. Matt's in town. we're gonna record a podcast in the RV
2: and the texts were like uh, aliens.
0: Uh, the text yours. Bigfoot. <laughs> I was like, "What do you want to talk about?" And, and you're like, "Okay, we can choose like aliens, bigfoot, <laughs> chupacabra." But we have
2: it actually. Chupacabra. See, the thing is, is Ethan was a little bummed though when we originally did the bigfoot podcast. Ethan, and which had, one? We did two, but we had we did an encounter one, <laughs> and that you know none of us have had an actual bigfoot. Yeah, I listened encounter. to that one. That's a good one. And uh, you know, we needed to do a proper one with him because he was like. We sat around the fire so many nights and talked about this stuff. And we uh, So many nights. Are you
1: a Bigfoot believer?
0: I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't
1: have the ev- evidence <clears throat> to back it up.
0: I don't have evidence to back anything up. I will say that, first and foremost, I love the idea of Sasquatch. I love the idea that there's something out there that has outsmarted human beings <laughs> <laughs> and can stay hidden and for some reason, every photo, they're like, they can run fast enough where it's blurry all the time.
3: <laughs> but I yeah, do I do like the idea. It's the
0: It's the unknown that's fascinating and sure. it makes it fun to talk about. Like when me and Nate would sit around down the fire pit, at a certain point, it would be, you know, one in the morning, we're out there freezing our asses off, and I just look at Nate and be like, could you imagine just like all of a sudden hearing like thuds on the ground? And all of a sudden, like the fence, get, fence gets kicked in and here comes Sasquatch. Nobody would believe us. Nobody, nobody
2: would believe.
1: But you. I feel like that's sort of the appeal of believing in it, is that it's it sort of gives you the the little chemical juice, the the fe- the fake fear of like a, a, a horror movie where you you know like when you just when you consider that it could be true, it is a dopamine. Uh, you know Reaction well, in your brain And it makes you feel Kind of Well good. I hate
2: I hate the argument That the reason That people believe In Bigfoot And that whole thing Is because Life is boring And they want to There's like this Psychological term That people make it up To make their life More interesting And I just think That's horse shit Well I guess like,
0: I guess I'm done With this podcast it's, <laughs> My life's pretty boring And I'm just trying To find value your life's not boring, In you not know, Conspiracy <laughs> theories
2: It's like Dan Koch Told me He's like Man, conspiracy theories are just—it's a psychological phenomenon. People want
1: life to be more interesting than well, it really I, is. Well, I would say there's something there's something and about I'm like, okay. There's something about the <laughs> meaning maker in people's brains, and I make this argument a lot. It's like people want meaning in their lives, and we are our. But they lives don't are, use Bigfoot for that. No, but our lives are devoid of meaning in a lot of ways. and the mo- the modern life is is because we've we don't have these tight knit communities that really help us with our identity and meaning. We don't have. Um, deep, we're not deeply religious anymore. And so we don't have that sort of like existential meaning. Sure. Um, and so we, we turn to other things to kind of give us meaning and it's just a way of understanding the world. So you know, I went from
0: Jesus to Bigfoot.
1: <laughs> we all need a, a our, it's, our own it's the logical
0: Bigfoot. next step, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I mean, that's just my argument, but we don't have I to guess talk about Bigfoot. We
0: don't have to. I mean, okay. If we want to switch topics, I'll conclude by saying, no, this. just keep talking. We're okay. having fun We're, we're having fun. Um, it, the idea of of, of Bigfoot, Sasquatch, um, <laughs> by the way, not one but a, a whole big squatches, feat. yeah, big yeah. feet. Um, big to me, foots, to me, it's it's, a, it's just fun and exciting to talk about the unknown. It's almost sometimes like watching like a kind of a far fetched documentary where it gets you sucked in, even though like maybe the facts aren't so straight. Right. You know, it's like whenever like when I was younger, I remember watching like you know like Elvis is alive documentaries, right. and by the end of it, you're like. He totally is alive.
3: Yeah. Of course he is.
0: Yeah, they've coerced. How could, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah, like yeah. that. You know, I, do I have any evidence to back up the fact that Bigfoot exists? No, not at all. But it's just fun.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, the thing about Bigfoot is it's really a gateway drug into all kinds of cryptids. You will go down the rabbit trail to Dogman, Dogman, yeah, Mothman, Jersey Devil. Well, we're in the
0: south, so you got to say Dogman and Mothman.
2: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) say that, say that again for everyone. Mothman
1: prophecies,
0: (laughs) Dogman and Mothman,
2: (laughs) and uh, you know the Dogman actually is terrifying if you actually read any of those encounters. It's actually a werewolf figure. <laughs> should, Aaron
0: Lunsford is chill here yeah, for the podcast. Should we acknowledge that? <laughs> he I, can, I, yeah. I, I, I'm the last. You guys recorded three episodes tonight. I'm number three. It's getting late. You guys are exhausted.
1: Aaron's here finishing a beer. Aaron's just
0: finishing a beer. Just laughing because he doesn't have a
1: microphone.
2: And Dogman. Me and Aaron can
0: share if he wants to chime in on this.
2: <laughs> so... so <laughs> so, but it would be it would be uh, if you were to see any creature. Let me ask, let's 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 ask room. If you were to walk into the woods and you had a choice of seeing, Mothman, a Sasquatch, a werewolf, which is Dogman. Or like a glow a glowing alien creature, which would you choose and
0: why? <laughs> wow. Okay. Do I do now is there uh, do I have a weapon on me of some kind, or is it just me like hanging out with that's my iPhone in my vape? That's part of why vape? you would
2: choose. <laughs> that's part of why you would choose. You don't have to necessarily be alone, but I don't think you have like a bazooka ready to blow. So I don't have mind.
0: a gun with a silver bullet, is what you're saying. I can't kill Who I is can't Moth kill Man. Dog Man.
2: Mothman is like a flying. It, I'm not moth. <laughs> it's like a. It's like, it's like a, a. big moth. No, it's like a. It's <laughs> Jersey Devil is like a flying kind of like. It's like I got like a horse head. It's like a. Like some weird pterodactyl thing. They say, the Mothman they is actually say. like. Well, you know, people who've seen the thing. Yeah. Uh, Mothman is more of a, a like a flying, man kind of creature. Have you d- small or big? Uh, it's pretty big. I, uh, from. It's not on a lot of podcasts I listen to. Every once in a while, someone will throw a Mothman encounter out there. Yeah. It's, 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 the, it's the one I know the least about. They're but. probably all aliens.
0: Do you know this? Uh, like Maybe the reason why it's named Aaron. <laughs> Aaron's, <laughs> Aaron's just dying. He himself. <laughs> he's just dying. I he think he's actually excited this. about this. Yeah, I don't know why he sticks it he's, around. He's, 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 he's waiting to gri- he's rip the, the microphone time. out of my hand. <laughs> Let me ask you this, though. Um, have you done enough <laughs> research about Mothman? Is it... it's not me Aaron is shaking the couch of laughter right now have you done enough research to know is it named moth maybe like does it have like moth like qualities like could you it flies like like if I said I'm in the woods and all I need is a a big ass flashlight because moths are attracted to light and I just throw it down a hill and it's oh shit and it flies after and then I can just take off
2: uh, no, it doesn't. It, it's not actually like a moth. Okay, that's, I just it's want just, to get that uh, out of the way. Just it's just, it's just, you know, most of these names, I think they just kind of you know they're just generic and they kind of get passed around. But um, from what I've in, you know put together, the. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, continue please
2: <laughs> This podcast is like The most loose podcast we have ever done <laughs> I think Aaron's just walking a- out
0: a- a- Aaron's out in 3, I mean, 2, he's just, 1 he's, he's just going home pee. He's right. going to pee
2: uh, <laughs> we'll, We will
1: not see him again I would say like
2: You know, one thing like, I listen to this one podcast And the guy's like Look, I was doing a Bigfoot podcast And the Dogman episodes Were so terrifying when people would call in and talk about those, I gave up the Bigfoot podcast and just went strictly after Dogman. Really? Because basically, it's like people are seeing werewolves, and that's why they think that historically we've had this werewolf legend with us, because there's sure. always been this creature that has existed.
1: So we had um, Even the t- we had a friend, We I grew up in Richmond, B.C.,
0: and it was a... Big dog man area. Big dog man area. <laughs> it was a
1: highly multicultural area. Like, I was, I was a minority as a white kid. Um, a lot of my friends were from Asian countries and India and et cetera. Uh-huh. And so, um, we had a friend who was um, Thai, from Thailand. And, uh, well, he wasn't. Um, well, maybe he was actually born. Yeah, he was born there. Um, and he said that he saw a demon in thailand he was in this field and like like his friends got separated from him and he saw this like terrifying creature in the field that like okay. looked at him and he froze and
2: <laughs> it was a dog man it
1: was a dog man
2: it
0: was a dog to man together
1: really yeah like like i'm just wondering like,
0: like a okay. demon werewolf
2: now, yeah, what they if, look they look evil. Everyone says that.
1: What if we're thinking that
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: search an image while you keep talking. I just want to see
1: creatures it. are in the physical realm, but what if it's multidimensional? So that's what what if I, they can cross over.
0: That's
2: usually the first question you hear if you listen to these podcasts. And and I'm just gonna throw this out there. I listen to several podcasts and I rotate through them as I'm doing dishes at night. You know, my wife will be like, "Oh, you wanna want to give the kids a bath or you want to do the dishes?" And I'll put on like podcasts. Uh, usually and so lately i've been bored with all the other podcasts I to, and i went back to the bigfoot podcast for a little while because it just it's been in like a year since i've listened to them and um just just i don't want everyone out to think that this is all i do and think about but lately it's it's back <laughs> in the rotation you know what i'm saying yeah it's like okay let's watch the office again on netflix we haven't watched the office in a while sure. you know you're falling asleep whatever um most people don't say it's supernatural they think at first it's supernatural. I actually listened to this one. This this pastor had a dogman encounter. He was dating his wife. They were parked on a hill. They were kind of doing the like, you know, look at the stars, make out a little bit kind of thing. And something was pushing on the back of his car and he got out and he said he was just standing there with this werewolf thing looking at him. And he's like, and then I committed my life to the ministry. Because I was so terrified. Like
0: Basically, he thought he it was maybe it was a demon? He
2: thought it was a demon at first, and he said this is like the late 70s, and he said there wasn't really the internet, so I couldn't really talk about it with anybody. They tried to tell a few people, his girlfriend and him, and she saw it and screamed, and they, they drove off, and then... Um,
1: but it wasn't a guy with a mask.
2: No, it wasn't a guy with a mask. Definitely not, because the thing was huge and uh, scared the shit out of him. But he was just like, you know, I I, I, I was, I've been a pastor my whole life. I don't really make of this stuff. I don't. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense for me to like come on here and say all this stuff. But I don't think it was supernatural. Now I think it was okay. an actual animal. So that was that. But, have you? But he said those are th- these ones are way more terrifying.
0: Sure. Have Have you found that anyone's been hurt by one of these? Because like this guy gets out of the car, sees a dog man. Oh shit! His girlfriend screams, and then he just gets in the car and drives away. Like no phys- physical, you know, like no fighting. No, uh, it, it howls at him tor- towards the moon. And- they're
2: they're mean, aggressive sons of bitches.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Aaron is dying. Oh, Aaron is dying. Uh, okay. Yeah. this is how they are. <laughs> no,
3: they have claws. <laughs> uh, okay.
2: If you just, okay, if, okay. If you've seen if you've, with, seen
0: if you've seen Teen Wolf, you know what we're talking about. All right. So that, they love dancing on yeah, top of vans Wolf, with, with styles.
2: Silver bullet. Come on. We, we, here's the thing. We have
1: all this stuff. We in, have archetypes within society that are memed throughout generations and throughout civilizations. Ah. For instance, the reptilian um,
0: Lizard evil. people. Lizard people, yeah. Well,
1: I'm just talking about like- Don't they live under the ground in LA? I'm just talking
0: about- their like, newscasters. The, the
1: myths of- of they're of newscasters.
2: <laughs> you ever seen
0: those videos? No. It's, oh, they're all really cheesy, but it's pretty funny.
1: I'm talking about the myths of slaying the dragon- the dragon is the evil, chaotic reptile, and and those go back thousands of years. And and what you know, if you want to get into some crazy territory, they think that we have developed in our brains from being tree living ape people, uh, you know, in evolutionary terms, um, a reflex towards snakes and reptiles that could kill us, and snakes climb in trees and they can sure. us. so that's developed into our neurological to jump when you senses. see a snake yeah and actually you can move faster in a reflex to a snake than to anything else um if you see a snake you can actually dodge a snake bite without thinking at all it's built in reflex
0: it's like um, some superhero shit right there. Yeah,
1: but but that's what caused humans to survive. So any anyways, that develops into a myth about slaying the dragon. Okay. Um all the reptilian what e-
0: evils.
2: Okay, so uh, you don't think humans and some giant beasts coexisted?
1: No, humans and I mean it's it's well known that humans and and um dinosaurs didn't coexist.
2: What about that dinosaur footprint Mammals came out what about that the specifically there's a dinosaur footprint <laughs> with a human footprint inside of it well, the human footprint came later probably oh no it's all fossilized <laughs> bro. like 5 minutes yeah. after <laughs> the after the triceratops <laughs> yeah. moved hey, on it's gone <laughs> all right the, come out let's go check like out the footprint your creation is no, like one no. move I, no i don't think that i don't think it means that anything's uh, any less i will so yeah, say, less say this old.
1: though the woolly mammoth that was frozen in the arctic they found a fully uh, frozen woolly mammoth from like I want to say like it was like 84 15, right 1500 years ago 84 yeah like they they, like they, they yeah. tested it and it's like 1500 years ago or, or just a couple thousand years ago a which lot which means yeah. that all of the natives in in uh, America or you know the Inuits and whatever they all fought and lived with woolly mammoths well sure um, but however, the the reptilian dinosaurs died before the mammals. Maybe they did, but I'm um, I, but I still think that evolved.
2: I, I I think we killed a lot of stuff off. Well, we killed the woolly mammoths, no doubt. But I think we killed a lot of stuff.
0: We off. still do that, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's exactly like, right. There's nothing we ki- We 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 kill shit. Because uh, I want to fucking shoot okay, things okay. and want and then oh no, you've killed too many. Now it's endangered, and we can't, you know. Like, but
2: here's the thing: I could just say, "Where do trolls live? Under bridges and
0: in our heads, <laughs> <On> <laughs> underground in movies,
2: underground." Right, right. Trolls orcs, three orcs live underground. Trolls live underground. It's like it's like known. It's like and there's so many people who say they think these things, these creatures, still can. Burrow, underground, lift rocks, down in caves. There's cave systems in Kentucky. Uh, the largest cave system in North
0: it? America is in Kentucky.
2: That you can't even explore. It's so deep and crazy.
0: I've been in a mammoth cave. I didn't see any trolls.
2: There is a troll in there. I possibly. was in a cave in uh, Vir- in Shenandoah. But, but flying... Yeah. My thing is like there's still so much unknown. Werewolf creatures... Bigfoot, giants—I uh, don't think it just comes from nowhere. I think people see these things. Well, what I'm saying is, is that
1: historically, things. it it might these these artifacts live on in our brains because we evolved to um, fight certain. But what if
2: you saw a dog man in the '70s and it, <laughs> and, it and it lived? With Sorry, it. real quick.
0: <laughs> Your your spacing those words sounded funny. Like, what if you saw a dog, man, <laughs> in the seventies? <70s?" laughs> what,
2: what if you saw a dog, man? Yeah, and you didn't have anyone to tell. And then you come on this podcast. I don't know, thirty five years later, tell your story. I mean, what statute of limitations? <laughs> but I mean, like, think about that, though. I mean, it, it's just it. It's wild. To be a, it, a, a like retired pastor and come on this podcast sure. and talk about this werewolf you saw.
0: Well, it's wild too. I mean, like you know, you and I have, have obviously talked a lot about you know crypto stuff for years. But um, it doesn't matter if it was in the '60s or it's present day. If if as I'm like, I, okay, we're at Nate's house right now. I live three houses away. You could say three doors down.
1: Three doors down, baby.
0: Um, and if I walked home and a and a damn Bigfoot just ran across the street, the only person I could tell that would believe me would be Nate. Dirty. Nobody my wife wouldn't even believe me. She'd be like, she No, would. you didn't. What did you smoke tonight? You know, like you
1: if you were sufficiently funny, afraid, you would feel Okay, so you emotion. want to know what's
2: funny is I was talking to my brother two days ago and I was talking about this stuff. My brother's an avid hunter, he's out in the woods a lot. It's taken me years for him to kind of come around to this, and then my my sister in law, his wife, goes randomly while I'm on speakerphone, I saw one as a kid. And we're like what Whoa. Why did it take so long She's like Well you know I just I kind of repressed it It was kind of a weird Quick blur Of a of a memory But I I've just been hearing you guys Over the years Talk about this stuff So I just wanted to throw in My two cents She in. saw a big foot So she lived uh, Her grandfather Lived in Downeyville Which is up in the foothills Of California And they were four wheeling They had an old Bronco they would go Four wheeling around Downeyville And she said She saw one run Across the road Really quickly yeah. Big two feet hairy creature And then her She says she remembers her dad Just like hitting the gas And they just like Hightailed out of there And she's like I definitely remember seeing it I definitely remember what it was So my brother was like Talking to her And he said <laughs> Last night he's like So I talked to the neighbor Across the street They've These guys that have lived up there Their whole life yeah. And the neighbor said Well when I was 17 years old My dad's a logger We were out in the woods And I saw one And so Here you have people who've lived in the woods their whole life and stuff it's not it's when they feel comfortable and like a comfortable space to come out and say yeah i saw i saw this creature it was out there we were logging and there it was and uh you know it wasn't supposed to exist it's not like they they appear
1: every day to everybody right yeah but
2: my my sister-in-law is not that way and it's just funny because people just write you off as nuts you know it's (laughs) funny
1: i had this uh
0: the funny thing like about, Aaron Lundsberg just like <laughs>
1: laughing oh i i i um so uh you know Portugal the man this band that's kind of like blown yeah. up uh we toured with them a bunch of the times back back in the day and i remember having a beer with uh John Gorley, the singer and he was um he was saying so so you guys believe in god and i was like at the time i was like you know i guess i would p- probably at the time you know 2005 6 I would have considered myself, you know, an evangelical Christian. Sure. So I was like, I was like, yeah, man, I do. And, you know, with, without any caveats about what I think, you know, just like, you know, that, that was my, my stage. And he, uh, he was like, man, that's cool. I believe in some crazy shit too. (laughs) He was like, (laughs) I grew up in Alaska, deep in the woods. And he's like, there's some crazy shit up there.
2: <laughs> oh,
4: I bet. I bet. I, I, I believe. I, I
1: believe like, that. I was like so. I was like so like taken aback. Like, oh, like, to him, he, he, they they were so like, I don't know. That whole band was so cool because they were, they were not judgmental. Yeah, they were like so hip in 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 like a Portland sense. Yeah, but so non pretentious. That a sounds Portuguese like that like, sounds like something John
2: Foreman would say
1: oh yeah oh yeah man he was just like oh, just, yeah. he was trying to he I was trying to relate to me in san diego <laughs> you know this christian church i ate kid. this
2: burrito and
1: he was trying to relate to me yeah and, yeah. and be like be like i want to validate your beliefs about the supernatural but isn't it also i also have seen supernatural but isn't it things. also
0: crazy when you try to tell somebody that doesn't believe in god that you do right you can't prove it you can't there's yeah. nothing tangible you can give them sure so, but that's the crazy thing about belief. It sounds just as crazy as, as it is. Crypto it's the stuff. crazy
1: thing about belief, and that's why, like you know, I come around to this whole like science and evidence based things. Like you can make claims. Really, I want to I want to know what what action. I want to know what you act out, and if your beliefs cause you to act out in a better way, I think they're valid beliefs in a sense that they're functional beliefs. But if your belief is just a belief about something that exists, that that i just get jollies talking about <laughs> i'm like what is it functionally good to believe this for uh, i don't you know yeah, i mean like, i don't
2: yeah I, I've, I've pondered that over the years of, i mean like, I, what's the point what's the point of all this what's the point of this bigfoot stuff and what is the lure of it and why do people spend i've i've heard so many podcasts where people spend their entire lives Searching the creature out. It's but, if, but if it was
0: something like that, like to me, something like that, if you saw that in person. So you claim that you saw something tangible as opposed to somebody who believes in God where it's like, I, I, I haven't Not, seen this. I would this
1: preface in- my, my belief in God to a, to a point where I actually really did feel s- some sense of the divine in my life sure, yeah. that like really changed my whole perspective on my life when right, i was yeah. like i was in a down point and i was by myself and i was like none of this is real and then the next day like lights came on i woke up and i was a di- i felt like a different person right yeah and i felt like the divine was with me in a sense, or I was seeing people differently. It was like just weird spiritual experience, right?
0: And then your wife was like, uh, "Honey, you took acid." So...
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I almost felt like. It yeah. almost felt like a totally different way yeah. of seeing the world. And so that's what that's what I and that was like I was nineteen or something. So that's what I predicated my belief on God. I just the the structure I was given was a Christian structure. Sure. And so that's how I interpreted it. But I wasn't I wasn't saying I had no evidence for it. The evidence for me was in this like crazy behavioral perspective shit. It was in your life. Your, your, yeah.
0: your behavior changed, and that and that was yeah. your evidence. That was my evidence. Yeah. Um, it, it, to to talk about your point about someone spending their entire life trying to prove that Bigfoot's there or trying to seek it out again to prove it to everybody else, that would drive anybody crazy. If you saw something well, yeah. and you were convinced without a shadow of a doubt that I saw this, it was right in front of me, ten feet away. I have no proof and everyone thinks I'm crazy and they're going to forever unless I shut up about it, but I can't of like, of
1: course you got to shut up.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I saw something that, that like, no, like hardly anybody really ever sees.
1: Well, the,
2: the scary, the, the sad thing is, is most of the, most of the people who come on the podcast are like crying. Yeah. They're in tears. They're like, uh, they they feel they're tortured by it. Yeah. It's sort of like they, they, just wish they could unsee what they saw. They tell their encounters. Some people are so freaked out. Like this one guy I was listening to, Aaron's just laughing. But uh, still here, surprisingly. <laughs> but there was this one where this guy was like he had kids, he had three kids, and he was telling the story about how he was a kid they would deliver meals to this 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 homeless guy that lived in the woods. They would bring him food. They'd ride their bikes down to the river or whatever and they'd bring this homeless guy food. And he's trying to tell the story and he started crying. He's like, dude, they they he the guy ended up being like going disappearing one night. He was he was bringing him food after like a holiday. And it came charging out of the woods and the guy had like his campfire right there. And he was like trying to wave off, you know, scare the Bigfoot back. And the kids just like bailed on his bike and saw the creature and then took off running. And then they left their bike down there. And one of the guys had an abusive father. And uh, the guy's like trying to tell the story and he's crying. He's like, we couldn't leave the bike down by the river because the kid would get beat by his dad. So wow. we had to go back, but nobody wanted to go back because we just got freaking attacked by this creature. But this guy, is grown-ass man is telling the yeah. story, and he's just in tears. And it's just like, man, these people have been freaking tortured. Who was the dude that went man, to his deathbeds sucks, claiming that it, what he
0: saw was real? Was it the dude with the original tape?
2: Yeah, the, those two guys, were they Roger or something? Bob and Roger or something.
0: The, it's the Roger something tapes, right?
2: Yeah, the Bob Gimlin, Bob the the Bigfoot the the they're, they're the, the best the, one the, the patty, old the, the, the old big, school yeah the,
0: yeah, g- the arms to the side yeah. checking you out it's supposedly yeah, a one female that, the
1: one that the one that turned with the boobs yep yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but the,
0: that was the dude that went to his deathbed saying like on his deathbed was like I- I'm not gonna deny this like maybe I don't know if there was like a reporter there going like well no yeah, hey, yeah. Did you really yeah. see it you're well, but die. Other,
2: the other guy goes to Bigfoot conferences to this day um, he's still like Conferences? Yeah, oh yeah. I didn't know about this. Bigfoot con, baby.
0: Can we go to? Can we go to? We, con? BF con. We could go to
2: BF con.
0: Honestly, Nate, if there's ever a, a BF con,
4: we'll go <laughs> regionally
0: somewhere in the South, yeah, in yeah. Middle Tennessee or Kentucky. I would love to. I would. That's when you and I will start our crypto podcast. We'll just we'll, <laughs> we'll rent we'll rent a booth at at BFCon and <laughs> yeah. we will just sit there and interview people all day long and there's we we can get four seasons of a podcast out of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's
1: fascinating to me how Nate moved from a uh, crypto what did they call crypto animals?
0: Cryptozoology?
1: Cryptozoology to cryptocurrency very quickly. <laughs> oh yeah, it's <laughs> well, it's, it's got to be crypto
0: something with it. it. Yeah, it's got to be crypto.
1: It's got to be yeah. underneath the surface. Yeah. Stuff, stuff you know what's funny is I actually know.
2: heard something new that I hadn't heard about that that original footage in the 60s is that that camera that he was shooting it it doesn't have any electricity running through it. It was just like all film and that right, camera, yeah. and it just takes the you know. And so there's something about modern technology. Someone had some theory of how modern technology can't. There's something that goes wrong, but because it was just a film camera, it was able to capture such a better quality. I don't know. Like, it's, like it's they so they, it's they so have weird. some ore about them. Like yeah. maybe
0: some they're they're like electromagnetic some, or something. Some
2: spiritual. Um, <laughs> some. Matt, are you
0: looking out the window for a bigfoot right now? No, I don't think
2: but, uh, but uh, okay, so I would say this, though, that, that the reason why I think that Bigfoot guy went over is because the dog man looked like a demon. They look like a demon guy, like your friend was in the woods in Thailand, and he saw the freaking mm-hmm. demon character, and I think they're more evil, and they're crazy looking, and they freaking scare the shit out of people. And w- dimensional. And the podcast I was listening to, the guy said the Dogman encounters happen in suburban areas it's they really? they don't care they will go into the city they punk rock man they just and
0: <laughs> whereas so <laughs> i don't give a shit man i'm going into the suburbs
2: <laughs> you could be in a freaking whoa, suburb whoa. you could be in a suburb and you could have a little river ru- runs through your town or whatever and you have and they'll freaking be right there okay so can we
1: shift from uh, bigfoot to what
2: oh
0: yeah we can go to chupacabra that's fine <laughs>
1: Mothman. I want to. I want to talk. I want to talk to you because la- last time we talked to you, we 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 went through the thousand different bands that you've been in. Old news, bro. And then we went into uh, the fact that you were playing guitar for Kings of Leon. Was yes. Which I just learned from Nate that that's not something you're doing anymore.
0: Uh, I haven't done that in uh, what is it? February. It's been about a year and a half.
2: A year and a half. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean long story short, I, I was. Uh, I guess whatever after Reliant K I was trying to find an artist to play for and in Nashville it's not as easy as people think and <laughs> what's a lot easier to get is like road work teching gigs sure so I started went out and teched and then was out with that band Cold War Kids for a while and then it, it turned into teching for the utility guy for Kings and Leon if your listeners don't know what uh, a utility guy is it's like the guy that's not in the band but on stage playing extra instruments and stuff
1: right yeah. But
0: usually a shadow on stage. Right. So anyways, that was a friend of mine. He kind of recommended me to come in, so I did that for about a year and a half, two years, and then he was leaving. I came in and started playing. Then about, yeah, I guess it was, yeah, about a year and a half ago or so. Um, uh, I just got a call out of the blue that they no longer needed me. Hmm. No real good reason, <laughs> and it was kind of a bummer because, you know, you, you know it, it's a bummer when you, you lose out on any kind of job. Right. Uh for doing everything right, right, you know, I, I I didn't do I I sort of asked the guy that, that it was the tour manager that called me. I was I was like, hey man, so could I've prevented this? Like, I don't really understand what is happening. He's like, no, did I do anything wrong? He's like, no, you did you did great, man. The guys loved you. I was like, okay. He's like, they just you know this guy, the other guys, their their close friend. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's how that music world works. When you're just a hired gun, is just one day it's awesome and you're playing these. Awesome festivals for in front of a hundred thousand people. No one gives a shit who I am, which is even better. That's a dream yeah. job. It, it is a dream job is being an auxiliary musician for a big band because you get all that that uh, adrenaline of being on stage in front of a big crowd. You're playing none of the responsibility none. All I have to do is learn the songs and play them right. Right. That's all I have to do. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Then it just stopped and then i i ended up uh they basically said like okay you, if you want your old position back as a tech you can have it or we'll see you down the road and like i was financially i was like well shit i have to i have to say yes and so you know i don't want to but i ended up sticking out the album cycle until just last november and then at that point i was done you know and they took off a ton of time so i don't think they're gonna keep me around anyway so right yeah so
1: what you been doing since <sighs>
0: Cryptocurrency.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you getting that Bit, Bitcoin? A bunch of Bitcoins, yeah. <laughs> no, I I,
0: I I really don't know anything about it other than uh, my friend's dad got into it super early.
1: A dad did?
0: Yeah, my it, my friend Jack's Smart. dad. And uh, I don't know what, he, he sold like a couple Bitcoins. <laughs> I, don't, I think they're actual things, like a quarter or something. <laughs> um, all I know is he sold them for just like an insane amount of money. Yeah. Um, when they were, I guess what I heard was like, like last 20. fall they were like eighteen or twenty, and then yeah. went down. But at that time, sold three or four of them. Yeah. So yeah, no, I have not. I have not gotten into uh, cryptocurrency.
1: Well, Nate will fill you in.
0: Oh, oh, I'm sure he Matt will. will
2: too. Matt will too.
1: I know some things, but,
2: but uh, yeah, I, no,
0: I haven't gotten into that. No, I've been I,
2: podcasting, right?
0: I've been podcasting. Yeah. I, honestly, it, it, like I was with working slash playing for Kings Leon for. Four Four and a half years. Damn, that long. So, yeah. And it was, it was, the travel was fairly grueling. I mean, the travel accommodations were always nice, but right. like, I mean, we go do, you know, nine weeks in Europe. And I wouldn't see my wife the whole time. And then, like, there, on that one tour, there'd be like 18 flights. Right. Because the routing sucked or something, you know? Right. So it was nice to get home um, at the beginning of November. And my November was still pretty full. Like, I um, got back from that. Me and my wife had a vacation for her birthday. And on that vacation, my grandpa died, so then I went from that vacation to funeral and then did a random one-off with a friend's band in Milwaukee. And then, I, then like, early December, I finally was just, like, home, home. Hmm. No plans to leave the town or the country or anything. Yeah. And um, I've pretty much been home ever since other than just, like, a couple little road trips here and there. But, yeah, I've been podcasting, writing a reggae record.
1: <laughs> a reggae record? Yeah.
0: I've been doing solo music for like five years pretty much ever since I left for 9K it's like in between tours and while on days off Walls of Kings Leon, like I would bring country,
2: to- hip hop, and reggae still selling lots of copies. Did you You'd get be into- surprised
0: with reggae? That world is big still. Did, oh, Did yeah. you get into, oh, yeah.
1: uh, like, because you were originally in a ska band, right? Like, yeah, a couple,
0: like, <laughs> but
1: that ska is sort of influenced by
0: reggae,
2: obviously. <laughs> right? I feel like you're trolling him by asking these questions. <laughs> Flip sports. that around. You were ska
0: came first, actually. You were ska came first, yeah, not, yeah, not, and not like the supertones or like th- th- right. that third wave it's called third wave sky like real big fish aquabats all that stuff right no like early like ska music was like this the band, the, the band that's that is credited for coining the term ska they were called the skatalites, and the reason they called it that was just because of that upbeat guitar it kind of sounded like a ska ska ska, ska, ska so that's why i call it ska yeah um and that actually morphed into reggae in jamaica in like the 70s 60s 60s yeah early Bob Marley stuff wasn't reggae the original uh hmm. group Bob Marley had was called the Wailin' Wailers yeah I remember that yeah and that was like ska, and and what ska came from was like 60s R&B in Seoul damn yeah Little music lesson for you tonight.
1: Hell yeah, I love it. Like
2: all those things that morph into other things. Yeah, like crazy creatures of the <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> He's gonna bring
1: it back.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm writing a reggae record. And it's 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 kind of my dog man record. It's a little <laughs> it's a little scary to get back into that. Yeah. You know, I've already done. I've already done my my Bigfoot yeah, stuff. but it's
3: know. happening in a suburban <laughs> setting. I've done my so.
0: Bigfoot stuff, which people expect, and they don't uh, believe that I actually do it. Oh and man! All the records are kind of blurry. And, <laughs> um, no, I've just. I've honestly just. Other than spending time with my wife and my dogs and my friends. I've just been devoting all my time to either podcasting or writing a record, so.
1: And you, the the uh, Metallica podcast. Yeah. That does- Metal up your podcast. Yeah. Metal up your yeah. podcast. Then that that's fairly popular, isn't it? Not? It's,
0: yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Nate, Nate and I were talking about earlier when I came over to loan him some- uh, some gear for the this yeah, this, this is, podcast. This
1: is all of this his gear for his
2: podcast. Sponsored by Ethan Lux. Sponsored by Ethan Luck. Yeah, Ethan Lux. Ethan Lux
0: backline rental. Um, backline rental. No, about uh, gosh, what was it? It was it was really about a year and a half ago too. It was probably right on the time that uh, I my job got kind of flipped around with Kings. Um, I'd already started my own kind of solo podcast called the Pirate Satellite. Right. Um, and that's you know just me talking to artists of some kind there's a conversation kind of like this it just takes all sorts of turns so i was at one point i was like man i really love to start like a straight up like music podcast about something specific so i i had I, I had the idea to do a metallica podcast and i thought surely there's one out there they've been a band since the early 80s they've there's got to be a metallica podcast there's like six kiss podcasts no way yes there's one there's one called podcast rock city and if you're a kiss fan it's awesome but so i thought surely there's a Metallica one so i go on itunes and look i couldn't find anything i'm searching google every day and there was one that showed up that was supposed to happen and never did so i was like i gotta do this (laughs) there and and it wasn't like i just like thought oh i'll just start getting into metallica i've been in metallica since i was like 10 years old like 88 probably like when I saw the one video from justice for all, like late night on MTV and I was like, this is scary. And I love it. <laughs> I had never heard that kind of music before. Like I'd heard Bon Jovi and that glam metal crap, but yeah. <clears throat> I never heard like metal. And I was like, this is amazing. So I've been a lifelong fan practically. So I kept thinking about who, who you know, I, I should do it with somebody else. I, I don't know if I could riff on that kind of stuff for an hour straight. So my buddy Clint Wells is a studio musician, writer, plays for a country artist in town He's a big metal guy, too. I just hit him up one night, and I was like, hey, would you be interested in starting a podcast with me? He's like, dude, I don't, I don't know anything about that stuff. I'm like, I do, so I'll take care of that stuff. <laughs> I was like, all I want to do is start a Metallica podcast. And I so, remember, yeah. It,
2: have, yeah. I, I would say, did, did I I think I already told that story, though, on the last episode. What's that? The one where we prayed for my brother because he went to the Metallica show. <laughs> 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 we had an emergency prayer meeting.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Yeah. i haven't heard that
2: story maybe no, your, your audience yeah, it was has, great my mom called over like all my all all uh, like people from church we had an emergency prayer meeting for my to brother metallica. went to the metallica concert
0: they <laughs> <laughs> are so not demonic oh, at all Oh <laughs> man never really have been other than like well, maybe one song <laughs> jump on the fire there's
2: so many funny moments of like being a kid and like getting into non-christian music if you come from like a christian household hey, it's called secular music secular music And, you know... Of the world. Just that whole thing. Metallica was, like, the top dog.
0: Well, they were just super popular even before, like, the Black Album, you know? I mean...
2: (laughs) But it was just, like, they were, like, the evil band. They were, like, the top of, like, Metallica, man. Yeah. Watch the the
1: documentaries. They're just, like, all, like... Just...
2: What is it? Insecure, about that? sweet
0: <laughs> guys, especially Kirk. Yeah, yeah,
2: they're all just Giants like, fans. They love the San Francisco. Uh, Giants. I we know
0: we've talked. Yeah, they have a Metallica day at Giants, at yeah, the Giants Stadium yeah. every year. I think this year will be the fifth or sixth year they have done it. It's funny you,
2: got, you have a lot of people in your life that are Giants fans. I do. Um, your buddy. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't give me giving a giving finger, the finger because he's, he's a Dodger a fan. I'm a Dodger fan. Bitty. He's
0: wearing a Braves hoodie.
2: (laughs) We got a Braves, Giants, Dodgers fan. You know, but uh, who's your buddy uh, that's really into the Giants, too, that you played a lot with? Oh, John Davis? Yeah, John Davis. Oh, yeah, he loves the Giants.
0: John Davis. He's not even from California. Yeah, He's from Knoxville.
2: Every time he posts on Twitter, he's got Giants gear on. It's funny. Oh, how about when he's got
0: full-on Giants outfits. He posted an Instagram video yesterday. He had a... Orange Giants hat on and a bright orange uh, Giants hoodie. He has Giants socks. He's got it all, man. I have Dude, an
1: amazing story. About I'm a Giants.
0: big fan, and I'm- I,
1: I flew in. So I had a we had a uh, a friend of ours. We used to stay at his house when we were in uh, Modesto, and he was a pilot, and he had this four seater plane, and so he would take us up in his plane, and we would fly it. Like he, I would take off. And then start flying it around. <laughs> it was insane. He was like, "Grab Wait, the steering wheel." You would wheel. take off. Yeah, he's like, "Here's how you do it," and he would just tell me what to do. And
0: I, I mean, did like, he have a steering wheel in front of him where he he could take over? Wheel. I had a steering wheel, like a driver's ed so car. We're like, fl-
1: I'm flying. <laughs> driver's ed. I'm flying, and I'm doing this thing where I we all go weightless. All, all I all I know is that we go weightless because oh, God. I dip the nose of the plane. Nope. And we all start floating up into our seatbelts. Oh, crazy! And like, if you have anything in your lap, it goes up and it's hovering. It's insane so we have this amazing thing and it's like sunset and it's beautiful're we're in, we're in Northern California. We land in
2: San Francisco airport San Francisco SFO.
1: some 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 it was a small airport. We walk off the plane it was like a private I don't know what kind of airport it was. We walk off the plane we walk down the street and there's a bar and it's packed and the TVs are on and it's the World Series and we go oh my gosh the world series is on and the giants are going are are in the world series so we walk into the bar and we see the last 3 pitches of the world series that they won
4: no yeah 2010
1: yeah and it was we uh, we watched it and we watched the bar go nuts oh and we got God. to celebrate with
0: them <laughs> <laughs> and then we got back like, in the plane. We're totally crazy. That that sounds like like you were on the Metallica class. level of like <laughs> private jet. We're gonna go watch the last.
1: <laughs> it was so like it was unbelievably serendipitous. <clears throat> yeah. We 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 had no. Oh idea. man, we were that just city. all about flying, and then we were like, oh, oh, it's the World Series, yeah. and then we watched it. We watched everyone in the bar go nuts about like. Yeah, like the, the the pounding on the tables and the clapping, like waiting for the pitch.
2: Man, and, like, there's and no better just, tension. Just went wild, and then when we walked oh, yeah. back to
1: the plane, it was people in the streets, and they were all just like people hanging off the us. wings of like, the plane. Yeah, we're fans too. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're hanging off the wheels as you're taking off.
1: It was
2: amazing. The original Mothman,
0: Matt McDonald. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you know,
2: I will say though that it brings me back to being a kid and throwing away all my secular music i would say that there was a moment a youth group camp where you threw yeah. away uh, all your bad like weezer was I never out did the that. window so bad we that,
0: that weezer they were terrible. demons
2: demon
1: child what's uh, with these homies this is my girl yeah they're satanic uh, but
0: <laughs> of the world
1: <laughs> but it
2: is it is funny, though, to think, like, uh, all these all these music guys that I knew that are started these Christian bands came out of, like, closet secular music fans big time. Yeah. And it was, like, all this demon music inspired all this Jesus music. <laughs> have you
1: ever thought about that? Yeah. Well, you know, you need two sides to the coin, right? There's no coin unless you have two sides. There's two you sides have to, have, to a Bitcoin. You have to have the chaos and the order. You have to that's have right. the good and the evil. You can't watch a Marvel movie if you don't have a s- supervillain. So that's right. So the supervillain inspires the superhero. Yeah. And vice versa. Oh. These two energies feed off each
2: other. You can't have you can't have the woods without Bigfoot. I am starting to understand. Yeah, this. Nate's getting it.
0: Nate's getting it. <laughs> all right. All right. I never had a. Uh, I mean, I think people at the church I went to like there was. Times where it's like they would give the secular music talk on Sunday and whatever. and But, it, I mean, it, it wasn't a super conservative church. I mean, I grew up in California. So, like, but I was in Orange County, like, at that point in my life where I was into metal and stuff. So, Orange County is way more conservative than, like, L.A. But uh, I never, thankfully, I give credit to my dad. I n- it, it, there was never a point where it was like, okay, we're getting rid of all this stuff. Yeah. The only thing that ever happened was my mom slowly took away all my metal shirts because they were kind of gruesome, and <laughs> it was one thing to wear just like you know, the Sabbath True shirt from the Black album because it was just like two skulls and it wasn't that bad, but like when I come home with like a Sepultura shirt on or like Slayer or something, down. yeah. <laughs> and years later, oh God, I was so bummed. Years later, like after I moved out of the house, I was back home, and my dad was like, "I hey, can grab whatever out of my closet real quick." I'm like, "Sure," and I, and I found, I moved this thing, and it was like. A bunch of old rags and T-shirts, and I looked at and I saw like a logo of a metal band. Like, what is this? I opened it, and it was like twelve of my old metal shirts covered in like pledge oil. My mom Uh, used them to clean the house, basically.
1: (laughs) I was so bummed. These will be rags for purity. (laughs) They shall clean Uh. and not destroy culture.
2: (laughs) But
0: that was the worst thing for me. Like, you know, my parents might have gotten a little concerned when I was like,
2: right, you know, emergency prayer meetings.
0: No, nothing like that, man. It was I mean my dad grew, they grew up in the 60s and you know they got kind of more conservative the older they got, but uh my dad was stoked when I was getting into different kinds of music like for him who is a musician too to see his son who's playing guitar and getting better and better like expand his, you know, musical taste for him, my dad it was exciting even if he right. didn't like the music. Right. For him it was like really exciting. It's like, "Wow, I got my son into this and then he's discovering things on his own so yeah as a father he was he was stoked you know huh. so i never i never had to give up all my 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 secular music
1: yeah i never did that either
0: i'm thinking about doing it this year though <laughs> <laughs>
1: finally i'm turning 40 this year and i think maybe it's time yeah yeah you get conservative i'm as
0: just you get gonna older. listen to the newsboys okay <laughs> so if the you Tate were
3: early, boys, classic our, our early classic
0: crime yeah. is a little bit more early classic crime before you were secular early yeah. Okay, here's a serious question. Definitely not listening to Sherwood. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, I know. They were always secular. We were always secular. Don't get
0: me started on that. Cities burn. I know. Braves fans. Why would Ah. you burn
1: cities if you're Christian?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: funny, but the sad thing is, being does
2: does a Christian man have to have three three letters in it though? Like. It Harper helps, Christian yeah. Has, the three. Well, there was a the point treatment.
0: like in the 90s where it was just one word, like, ignite. Yeah. <laughs> Is that coming back? Yeah. Civilian. <laughs> Civilian. Overwatch. But there's also, there's also like, Overwatch. cool arty bands yes, where it's, like. That's it's in, But then it, they change it. it uh, it's, like, one word, but then it has to be plural. Like, uh, I'm just going to make one up. Like, some arty band that's playing, like, the side stage at Coachella. They're called Canyons. Or something like that, <laughs> yeah, you know, like.
2: But are all the <laughs> sounds like a sub shop?
0: Oh yeah, you change yeah. vowels yeah. to V's. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh yeah, or, or just should, take all the vowels out. Take all the vowels yeah, out. Yeah, fuck yeah, it. Yeah. Fuck vowels. Fuck vowels. <laughs> fuck vowels. Never went on the alphabet. I no consonants. <laughs> We're consonants guys. Yeah. I want to do
1: a band that just only vowels.
0: I thought about no consonants. I thought about changing my like re- respelling my name like E T H V N L V C K. Just to be cool, maybe like, maybe I'll sell more reggae records that way.
2: What if the next band comes out? And it's just an emoji. What do you think?
0: Uh, we can start it.
2: We can start it. We're just. What do emo- you call the
1: band? Winky face. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like when it's like when Prince the could legally use the name The band formerly Prince.
2: known as TWH, no vowels. Right. Yeah. You know, what's funny. It's like. I think about Christian music and I think about all this stuff. What is your, if you were to, if you had to choose Christian music to listen to and you were like, okay, I got four, a Desert Island, I got three records I can choose and I have to choose Christian
0: albums. I mean, do you want to know my definition of Christian music first?
2: Sure. Oh, are you going to Johnny Cash?
0: No, 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 I'm not going to give examples like that. No, no.
2: Is there any good Christian music?
0: Yes, I think so. I'll I'll say this first and maybe this is a stupid cliche cliche thing to say when you've been in quote unquote Christian bands and you get older I've never liked that term yeah because as someone who's believed in God for a long time sure I don't I I, I just look at it as music like uh, I don't know why I always think of this as an example but that ska band the Aquabats have been around forever right those dudes are uh, at least at one point like all those guys were like hardcore Mormons and dudes would leave the band for a while to go do their thing in Utah or whatever no one ever called them Mormon ska. But I was in a Christian ska band. Right. I just never it always kinda of bothered me just like sell records, bro. But probably sure. I'm sure it is, yeah.
1: We're making a documentary on this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> called yeah. What Would Jesus Sell? I saw the trailer.
0: Yeah. 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 Thanks, for th- thanks for calling me to be interviewed.
1: Uh, we're, we're going to interview you. Jesus is selling oh, oh, a trailer. Is, tra- is this for it right now? No. It's <laughs> Yeah, this is all part of it. Yeah, okay. yeah. We've got his cameras the, on the This army. is the trailer.
0: That's a camera right behind Nate. I can see <laughs> yeah. it. Um, yeah. No, but so just to get that out of the way, I, I just never love that term. Because to me, it, it immediately, to me, it was, it was Christians. It okay, you know what I mean, separated no. themselves from other people. Yeah, and kind of doing their own thing, and I mean I'm thankful for that world because it gave me a career in music for a long time, but it just kind of bothered me that term. I just never, you know, whenever someone's like, "Are you guys like a Christian band, or like a secular band?" I'm like, "We're a band, and yes, we believe this, and yeah. we talk about it, we sing about it," but I it just it just bugged me, you know.
1: Christian separatism, yeah,
0: you know, like well, and like you know, even God, way back when I was in that band, the Dingies, like we would you know we'd be yeah we'd play cornerstone and things like that but like you know we were just doing clubs in california like you know and then i don't know i just i, I never liked the, i just didn't like that term it just bugged me still, okay so, still bugs me i
1: mean all that christian bands on the right. desert
0: island all, all that Go. to say uh bands or specific records i don't know anything um, Debbie records work i would i, would, I mean, I, I would immediately band. throw a foot out there for sure which one um
1: That you were meant to live for so much
0: more one beautiful letdown record it's a great record it's a good record it's a really good record Uh, I think the Vice Versus record is amazing
1: I like that one yeah and And, the remix one and those
0: dudes are some of the I've known those dudes for about 20 years this year is when I met uh, John, Tim and Chad and uh, literally the day I met them to present day they are the nicest dudes
1: everyone I've ever talked to that knows them personally has told me that. They're the best. So yeah. I have nothing else to believe. It's,
0: Switchfoot is a level of nice amongst me and my friends. Like Matt McDonald is is super nice. No, I'm not. He's one of the nicest people I know. No. But, but then there's Switchfoot nice. But then there's Switchfoot but nice. Then Switchfoot yeah, nice. exactly. Yeah. There's no way I'm no, there anywhere is, near there is Switchfoot, Switchfoot nice.
2: nice. I have a story about Switchfoot nice that happened a couple weeks ago. Sherwood's on tour. we playing Nashville. Switchfoot's guitar tech opens up for Sherwood. I'm walking out of the club. The guy comes to me and he's like, "Man, it's an honor to play with you." And I, Oh, I want to let you know too. John Foreman just texted me and said he's sorry that Sherwood and Switchfoot never got a chance to play together. And guess like,
0: what? He means it.
2: Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "Who goes out of their way to text?" Dude, I'm telling somebody? you,
0: man. Like, you know, I, I would just say, if, if I mean, if, if you want to call them a Christian band, I would just take them. Just them. The just dudes, multiple records. The dudes. Oh, the dudes, yeah. I take the dudes. <laughs> you all, everyone else can have like four or five albums or discography You just want to hang out I, with them. I just want the on, dudes on the island because we'd go surfing all the time. <laughs> we'd write good songs together. <laughs>
1: they
2: <laughs> would probably have great know,
1: barbecues on the beach.
0: They would probably in front of know how to take
2: those like weeds and weave a hat with them so you for would have, sure yeah. So you'd have clothing they be very
1: utilitarian
2: they oh yeah be they all grew up
0: by the beach I mean as did I but you they know they could
2: crack a coconut <laughs> open and be like hey you can rub it on your skin yeah. and it's like you, a and sunscreen and if you mix
1: the lime in the coconut <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: waiting for that one no they, those dudes are, are some of the nicest people in music I've ever met slash become friends with okay and,
1: one other one other Christian band or album
0: um thinking <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: anatomy of tongue and cheek that's a
0: good one good five iron record yeah
2: is that an album yeah i thought
0: that was just a song oh uh, no that no that is just a song sorry no that's no, a full record right record. yeah it's the first record right second record.
2: no first record no. was upbeats and beat okay. downs. and beatdowns
0: what are you guys talking about?
2: Fire and frenzy. frenzy. Okay, yeah. I think I, I,
0: I think I creeped out Reese last time he was in town. Did you? Also a really nice dude. Not switchfoot nice, but really nice. <laughs> he <laughs> was, was like, he was like the only
2: guy. He was like the only guy that I got a little nervous around when I was chatting, chatting. Like just re- recently. Like, well, you know, he's like, he's like your hero. It's like your 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 childhood musical hero. Yeah. And you're like just chatting, and you've kind of made a little bit of a name you don't think about it but i was just like i think i got a little like stuttery a little bit like
0: Uh, uh, (laughs) you you remember when he did the quantities job that was awesome that was awesome
2: yeah just like not even much but maybe subtly to think oh man he thinks i'm a total tool (laughs) was this (laughs) at at the the mxpx show yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah Oh yeah, you have a John Warren story. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear on. It. Wait, Put did, him you, on. did you talk about it on the on, his, on yeah. your episode?
1: I, I, I'm gonna go pee, so take it.
0: Okay, John Warren is switchfoot Nice by John the way. John
4: Warren's been was in the last episode too. All right, I. We'll do the very very quick history. I'm butting in on this episode, but it's so relevant now that I have to tell it. <laughs> I I grew up in Ark. Arcan- I grew up in Atlanta and Arkansas. When I was in Arkansas, when I was like 14. I, we started a ska band. We were called Arken Ska. Yeah, you were Arkansas. Ska, ska. It's the best ska name ever. Arkansas. But ska. we didn't write music. We just hey. played like covers. Watch that leg of that table about to fall over. Okay. And uh, but then we started a band called Alter Ego. Alter spelled with an A R. <laughs> Laying our eagles at the altar. Of We course. were a Christian pop punk band. There you go. We. Laying our egos. <laughs> So we we loved – when Ace Troubleshooter came out, we were like, oh, my God, this man's so great. They're great, yeah. They were great. We got – we played a ton of shows, but we got on a couple shows with Ace Troubleshooter, like my senior year of high school. Uh, One in Memphis and then one in Litterat. We played Vino's with them.
0: Oh, yeah, I played Vino's. Yeah, Yeah,
4: love Vino's. And uh, they had this bus that that they owned, the Dixie Chicks bus.
0: Yeah, Josh Abbott drove it.
4: Yep, and I – Somehow we, oh God, we were the worst. Just dumb high school kids. We were like, "Hey, uh, you guys, like, want to go to Waffle House after the show?" And they were like, uh, "Yeah, okay." If for some reason, they agreed. Then somehow I invited myself on their bus and rode with them to Waffle House. Nice. But they like all went in the back of the bus to like call their girlfriends and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just riding. You sit <laughs> in the front lounge by just yourself. Just like. Yeah. Eight, uh, 17 or eighteen years old, like riding with my favorite band, going to Waffle House. <laughs> anyway, it's amazing. I texted Warn that. It so, did. but fast forward, like what happened was the funny part of it is like fast forward uh, three or four years now. As Cities burn. We're getting signed to Tooth and Nail, and we're on Tooth and Nail Day at Cornerstone. Oh yeah, and I'm backstage, and we played earlier in the day. It was like our first year. But ace troubleshooter they were playing pretty early, like noon or one o'clock, and I was backstage and I walked up to John and I was like, "Hey, John, what's up, man? uh, yeah, hey, what's up? you remember you you remember me? I did that thing, you yeah know? <laughs> I, I you know my band <laughs> uh from Arkansas played with ace troubleshooter a few years ago, and he was like looking at me like, why are you here?" Oh, you're the you, guy on the bus. Yeah, yeah. Like, wait, why are you here? And I'm like, oh, my band's getting signed to Tooth and Nail. And he was so confused, and yeah. disturbed. But he was nice about it. Yeah. But then, and then, and then, <laughs> it's just funny how things work. Then my band goes on to be so much bigger than a Troubleshooter ever was. <laughs> and that's the way the world works. <laughs>
0: it's it's a yeah, it's a good life lesson. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is a bummer though that Ace Troubleshooter. I mean, me and John have talked about this. It's, Isn't it that
2: like the best band name for John Warren? Ace
0: Troubleshooter. Yeah.
2: I, I always just think if you know this guy, I told a story the very first podcast about how he was in that interview when he was number one in the video game Paper Toss. Yep,
0: he was. I remember. Yeah, I remember the day. I, we were at a, a, a outdoor show, and I brought him catering to his bunk on the bus because he he could he wouldn't stop playing. He was in the, he was so far along in the game, that I brought him food to his bunk.
2: But I remember the story was he was in an interview, and then I told the story about how he was in the interview, and the interviewer knew who the number one person in the world at Paper Toss was. Yeah, and they were like, "That's him right there." That's that's the number one guy. Yeah. I he was th- the number one in the world I guess at one point. He
0: he was number one in the world when Paper Toss first came out on the iPhone. It was it got really popular. He literally played Paper Toss for I don't know, like 6 hours straight or something crazy. <laughs> he didn't leave his bunk like we were about to like sound check and he, and they finally missed one. And he was number one in the world for about 36 hours or something. It wasn't that long. And yeah. then somebody else beat him out. But That's just funny. That's, it's very, if you know John Warren, that is not, should not be surprising. Yeah,
2: well, the first guy we had on the, the show tonight, he uh, he just spent three years developing a game. Yeah. So we were talking about paper toss. We were talking about games. But John Warren, he just keeps coming back. We need him here.
0: You need yeah. Why has he not been on your podcast? You want him, you know. want him in person? You
2: know, it's funny because I actually called him the other day and we were chatting. Mm-hmm. And-, and Schneck on.
0: I know, yeah. I and I was like, we need, get, "We need to
2: get you on." Warren. He's like, "I just like to kind of hang out in the background. I don't
0: really want to be on it." Dude, okay. So, in the last four years, <laughs> you'll <laughs> be in the background if you're on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no one listens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> John, have John's a little weird about uh, about podcasting. Like, uh, uh, one or two times. I, uh, well, over the last five years since we were in a band together, I've been through Denver. I don't know, five or six times. Where John lives, so I usually uh, will hang out for sure. Sometimes I'll just crash at his house. And one time I brought like all my mobile podcasting stuff to his house. I'm like, surely John Warren will be on my podcast. And I was like, hey man, I want he you to be on the podcast. And he kind of, of kept it. dodging the question. And then we were at his house one night, and it's like, well, I think his wife went to bed. And he's like, dude, let's go down in your basement and record an episode. And he's like, no, let's just hang out up here. <laughs> he's not not into he does it. Not want to do podcast. Doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, I like those people. Now
0: yeah yeah because there's
1: way too many of
0: us yeah there's way, <laughs>
1: way too there's many there's all of us yeah
0: <laughs> oh everyone's a podcaster now <laughs> I mean I'm still a noob I mean I started my first podcast like almost two years ago
1: yeah it's like us
0: but like Nate was actually at my guinea pig one time like six months prior to that
1: yeah yeah
2: I had him come
0: over and I'm like I think i doing a podcast and it was kind of a conversation thing and and uh I still have it I never released it and it's probably okay you know, it was just me kind of getting, you know, Nate's like history and music and something like that. But I remember like listening back to him going like, ah, I'm not going to, I can't do that. I was like embarrassed. It's like when you put out your first record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your first demo and you show it to your friends and you're just, it comes with excuses, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. It but comes yeah it, comes it does <laughs> it's like when someone's like hey check out my new song it's by the way it's not mixed it's, it's not very, mastered for sure it's definitely not mastered we're gonna tweak yeah. this and tweak although, yeah. you know, on the second chorus there's a harmony that's too loud it's gonna come, down.
1: <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> a bunch come of down
2: that's how i
0: felt with the first podcast episode yeah. recorded and never released that's so.
2: how i felt about our last album <laughs> it just never went away we've been making excuses about our band since day one yeah, yeah this is that album where we're still getting okay this is that we're album where we're, a, okay. we're yeah. a little better than we were before but we're, yeah, it's still
0: i kind of st- like I, I kind of when i started making like actually just solo recordings where i'm playing everything and i kind of just got over that yeah. So I don't know how, to, why, or how it happened. Maybe it's because I was just all on my own. Yeah. I didn't have a band to you know record with, so I'm like, well, I'm just gonna record it all myself because I can play these instruments. And I just stopped making excuses. I was like, man, I'm happy with this. Yeah. If you don't like it, I don't. I don't care. It's fine. Yeah. There's something that happens. You get to a certain age
2: of uh, where you just don't care. Anymore. Well,
1: and I think you get in enough situations where you are making excuses, but no one else is. Right. To where you're like,
0: oh, "Oh, I don't have to make these. I'm the only one. I don't have to make these anymore. So you're the only one that hears that
2: right now, okay? exactly. It's like when you can just be naked in front of your significant other- fully nude in the middle of the day yeah talking about something important you're talking
0: about me right me and you yeah when we hang yeah. out yeah
2: yeah and you're just locking eyes we're naked right now yeah we are <laughs> matt
0: matt only has a coat on but nothing else you
2: yeah. know, before you I wear my just, jacket everywhere. before you would just be a little ashamed to show yourself but now yeah it's like you know what this is the way the lord made me and i am going to put it
0: out there. i think once you've right, for a matt? few years straight like vaped in public everything else is pretty loop. easy when you're the guy at a stoplight blowing a huge cloud out of your car, <laughs> I'm gonna put out any music. <laughs>
1: you you you've lost all care of what the world. Oh yeah,
2: of you. yeah. When well, you put a podcast out into the Ethernet and you say something <laughs> like, <Ethernet. laughs> "I believe in Bigfoot," you have lost all care. You
1: just killed me with this. The internet.
0: The Ethernet. As
1: Ether <laughs> I mean, is the Ethernet. Te-
0: technically, the Internet can come through an Ethernet cable. <laughs>
1: through, but I never thought of Ethernet as yeah. Ether. Like, as the, net, like the ethos? As an amorphous yeah. abyss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's brilliant. So right, well, anyways, I do a Metallica podcast. and
2: <laughs>
0: You put it out into the Ethernet. The, yeah, Ethan right. yeah.
2: the Ethan Net, yeah,
1: that's <laughs> right. The Ethan Luck Oh, man. Brilliant. We have been
2: podcasting since around 7.45. We've been doing a lot of like it's yes. six Night.
1: hours of podcasting.
2: And we have I feel for you saved guys. the best for last. Well,
0: boom. you go and save the best for last. Are you can oh, bring boom. that to your desert Brilliant. island? <laughs> hey, that's that's a secular song. That's yeah. secular man. That's right.
2: In one of these days, you might hear Ethan and I, when I finally convince him
0: to do a crypto podcast listen i'm convinced to do it. i think it'd be really fun i just know the time and effort that goes into making a podcast
1: hey you you say the same thing he wants to do a crypto podcast with me cryptocurrency (laughs) and Ah. i keep telling him the exact same thing hey nate you know how much time and effort actually actually, goes into making i actually don't
2: want to do that one anymore because (laughs) i don't know enough about the more i look into blockchain it's
0: Too complicated. I don't even know what that is. Blockchain? (laughs) (laughs) You just
1: have a chain, but it's like blocks.
0: Whoa. (laughs) It's kind of like when you're Or you're blocked from using it or something. (laughs) I don't understand any of that.
2: blockchain is like computer to computer. Smart contracts, bro. Like peer like
0: P2P? That's how Bitcoin works.
2: It doesn't live on any one computer. It lives on all computers. Yeah. Whoa.
0: Yeah. The ledger exists on the cloud. It's kind of like Bigfoot lives amongst all of us. It's
2: the punk rock currency. It's actually right up your alley. It's super punk rock. It's anti-bank, anti-establishment.
0: I like that, but it's not so punk rock to become rich off it. No, No, it is. You sell out, bro. If you're a libertarian i don't care if it, all i all i know about bitcoin is i wish someone would have told me about it like 10 years ago and said, <laughs> hey man just give me a hundred bucks and i'll take care of the rest i'll be like okay and then 10 years now they're like hey by the way here's eight hundred thousand dollars <laughs> bitch i love bitcoin let's do it again
2: more like more like 25 million bucks <laughs> would like that be whatever yeah yeah if oh, you wow. put a hundred bucks in in the beginning you'd be multi million. wow
0: i should have shoulda coulda woulda we all could
2: have. Yeah, but you could mm-hmm. still get in now, bro, because in 10 years, <laughs> one Satoshi
0: will be like
1: 50 bucks. A Satoshi. Satoshi is like one eight hundredth of a Bitcoin. Okay. One, one
0: million. What, what does that cost?
1: One
2: million? I think so, yeah. Yeah.
0: What's that cost to get in on?
2: Uh, right now, a Bitcoin's like 10,000. No, like
0: the Watashi, whatever you said. A Satoshi,
2: a is, a, a Satoshi is... Satoshi is... is uh, bit, one Bitcoin can be broken down into like a, a million pieces. Is it
1: like a a tenth of a penny.
2: Okay.
0: Satoshi? Yeah. That's how much it costs to get a Yoshi. What is it again?
1: <laughs> well, you just a, a Satoshi, Satoshi. Nakamoto is the guy that made. Oh God. Invented okay. Bitcoin. Okay. I don't know. So yeah. they just call Satoshi's is just a eight fraction. zeros, eight zeros behind the decimal.
0: That's what my my question is: How much does it cost to get one of the invest in that and see what happens then?
1: Well, you can just invest in as many Satoshi's as you want. Whatever you want, fifty bucks a Bitcoin. You you get. Uh, I don't know, five hundred Satoshis or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So have you like bought bitcoins,
1: Matt? Uh yeah. I'm I'm uh, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. <laughs> not right you now in the bear market. Now, yeah,
0: yeah, In about five years you're gonna be yeah. you'll be like, Oh, finally I invested you're gonna in. exhale exactly. and be like, I told you honey.
1: I'll sit on it. I'll sit on it. But Nate Nate whirled <laughs> me into a frenzy of mania and I got yeah. into it. Uh, oh. I
0: bought I, property yeah. on the moon one time. But did you really? Yeah, it was. Do you really own it? I, 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 have been actually searching for the certificate that it got sent to me. I did it as a joke. I, uh, someone, this is years and years ago. Uh, Bought property. On I don't know. Maybe. There. God, I've been out here.
2: How much did that cost? How
0: many acres? I think it's. I don't. I don't know if it's acres. I don't remember. <laughs> Lunar acres. Lunar acres. Um, I can't remember a exactly. It, it was something where it was like buying. It was probably totally a bullshit website, by the way, but. <laughs> At the time somebody I knew was like, dude, this is hilarious. Like there's this guy that found this loophole and it's not actually claimed land and he's selling like portions of it. <laughs> you should what do it. it I did it. It's like fifty bucks or and whatever. Is that Bitcoin? I don't know a Big I don't think Bitcoin uh-huh. when did Bitcoin uh-huh. star. Uh-huh. This was That's like two this was money. in two thousand three, probably. Okay. Um You could say that was it's like, like when the, you when you, you
1: name could, it's like naming a star or
0: whatever. Sure, yeah. yeah. But what if one day like I get some like official letter in the mail and it's like we've am trying to track you down like there's so many offers for your plot of land on the moon <laughs> I can't remember the name of the it your was like it was called some like lunar it was something it's waterfront I mean you should sounds, probably take, take some weird. of this that
2: sounds like lunacy to me Lunarcy. Lunarcy, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> the puns are coming in uh, late. Yeah.
2: Oh man, I'm blowing them out. <laughs> I, f- I feel your
0: pain right now. You're you're your third podcast right now. <laughs> Just getting I've into dad that. jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Clint for for the Metallica one have have done multiple you know two two a night kind of sessions. But ours good. I don't know what's your average length of when your, your episodes like
2: an hour between men six <laughs> seven. <laughs> I mean, se- minutes? Seven. <laughs>
0: inches. I know. I average know, I
2: average know. length. What are we talking about? I was trying
0: to, to PG it up for the Christian <laughs> listeners. For the Christians. We <laughs> lost those a long time ago. <laughs> That's true.
2: For the Islanders. <laughs> for the Islanders. Desert uh, for the Island, Island Christians. For the- you want to know something funny about being Christian, being young? I do. And then we can end here. Just to kind of throw throw my mother under the bus. Can't wait, my mom. (laughs) Speaking of my brother, speaking of my brother in prayer club, my mom used to. She gave us, I don't know, a couple years ago, all of our all of the the Christmas letters that she wrote to all the families when we were kids. So it was like the recap of our life for that year. Like yeah, Nathan won. You know. His baseball team one state or whatever you know Nathan
0: yeah. did the right thing and <laughs> got rid of all his secular CDs
2: Nathan likes math and gave rid of, get rid of all of his secular CDs <laughs> but my brother especially that years, awful you too. for three years straight my brother's description We were like all adults in the family room we were all reading these letters my mom said Ryan's you know got a paper out he's doing good he also likes to take long hot showers. <laughs> 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 and my brother—he uses all there.
0: the hot water. <laughs>
2: and my brother is sitting there with his wife, and she's he falls off the couch, dying laugh. He goes, "Mom, why in the hell would you put that in the Christmas letter?" <laughs> That's because next at the year, time, your
0: mom probably had no next idea.
2: Year, we're reading the next year's Christmas letter, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Varsity football team and still taking long hot showers. (laughs) And then, and then your brother's wife goes, "He
0: still takes long hot showers."
2: (laughs) It was the most like innocent. But terrible Christian culture, it's amazing. Thing. Just like this is what this is what it is, Do this th- is what it all is. Do you think your mom knew what, what was no, happening? No, okay. no, it was like so. And it was just my mom, yeah, just describing like Ryan likes to take a lot, yeah. <laughs> we're just dying, <laughs> like we're all adults, just dying. It's like we can finally laugh about it, but um, we had prayer meetings for my brother for <laughs> yeah. multiple reasons, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, honey, the water bill is so weird. high.
2: He was
0: way you're have,
1: weird. You're
2: gonna have to contribute to
0: that water bill, honey. What are you doing in there? Why, prodigal. Mom? I'm so really dirty. Like... Hang on a second. It takes long,
1: hot prodigal showers.
2: <laughs> My dad's just like, just turn off the water. I'm baptizing and... <laughs> myself.
0: It's an outward expression of inward commitment. <laughs> expression of inward
1: commitment. <laughs> that's what the baptism
0: is, right? I remember uh, that's what, yeah, the
1: slogans down.
0: I mean, I grew we're up so jaded look. from the Christian culture. It's so funny. <laughs> anyway, that I don't was think I got jaded. I never got jaded. No, we're it. all. I, I like just. I, don't I know. mean, there's switchfoot. I nice. mean, look up, look up. Exactly. Look up. What above you got me. over there? Ha- ha- look, it says happy no, look camper. look up on the wall. It's a crucifix. Oh, hey,
2: that came with the RV. It's a little more Catholic. Left
1: it. I left it up you there. You don't want to take it. down a crucifix? It's bad luck.
2: Yeah, you never want to move the. Uh... You know what's funny? I bought this, and they came with that, and then I bought my minivan, and the guy, and the guy's like. I have a cross here from Israel, in the, in the coin thing, and I was like, I can't leave that. Every car i bought in Tennessee comes with some sort of religious okay. <laughs> cross. Leave it. Okay. I don't leave it.
0: My uh my foreigner I, mean, I bought it. it. It's protecting you from a while back. Came with a a not so great smelling air freshener. <laughs> What's well, that say about my future? Leave it. <laughs> leave it. <Lay>
1: it. <laughs> leave it. <laughs>
2: It's a universal truth.
0: Good fortunes to come to <laughs> you. Believe that. Shit. <laughs> it's just
2: funny though. It's just the South, man. They just put crosses in cars. Yeah. yeah. By the way, and then they leave it. Speaking of le- leaving,
0: Aaron definitely just left and never <laughs> said goodbye. He left. just, he's just gone. Good oh for him. Gosh. Either that, or he fell asleep by your gate. Bye, bye, Aaron
2: Lunsford. Gate. Yeah, man. This is awesome. This is like, this is like when you stay up all night long. And Gosh. you just and you just start rattling off. We got things. what another <laughs> hour left for this one. <laughs> go to, it's only go it's sleep. only midnight.
1: I got we yeah, t- a practice space tomorrow at eight thirty a.m. There, yeah. I guess I'm sleeping on this RV because yeah. I'm not getting back to the. Hey, house. that's fine.
0: Nate's got a bed up there. All right, are we done here?
1: Ethan Luck, thank you. Everybody. Ethan Luck, hey, hey. my hand. It's e- a uh, live show. Sure
2: go
0: well. check out ethanluck.com and buy my stuff. Yeah.
2: And if you can take a long, hot shower, put on the Metallica record and just take yourself back. <laughs> the
0: Metallica record. <laughs> that'd, be master, that'd be Master Puppets, by the way.
2: Mastering of puppets.
0: Masturbating to puppets. <laughs> Masturbating to <your> puppets. <laughs> Matt's leaving now, too. It's just me.